I give up on trying to have a sound-treated room ever. Apparently, that's never going to happen. Welcome to another episode of Use Your Words Podcast. We're going to have some interesting fun because I'm going to throw some terms at Aaron and see if he understands what they are. Apple, CSAM, privacy, fake news. I know he knows some of those, but how do those all intersect? How are they all uh, brought together and why does that make me ranty at times? I guess we'll find that all out. He was stroking my leg with his foot. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, started, I just like pulled out of the pants and I just like ripped him. Because <laughs> it's like pop, 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 pop. So now I ripped my pants while recording a podcast. All right. The things never end. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Seeing Aaron relive that memory is uh, a wonderful thing every single time. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of User Words Podcast. Uh, my name is Paul, joined by Aaron once again, thankfully, even after I gave him that intro. So <laughs> I brought it upon myself. I just didn't know it was going to happen. So there's a lot that's been going on recently, uh, both in the world of technology, of uh, world news in general, and when I say that, that's because, well, if you've been paying attention, you would know that, oh, I don't know, you know, COVID's still kind of raging across the Delta variant, and now there's talk about the Lambda variant and all that are fun stuff, so uh, a lot a lot of fun going on with that, but interestingly enough, it's the fall again, and what happens every fall? People start getting sick. Well, yes, people start getting sick, but you know, well, it's winter. Yeah, and yes, we're still technically summer, but we're getting ready for we're gearing up for this fall season of technology releases. I would know that uh, more so than you because yeah, I was also thinking, you know, the good old Han Solo outfit season. Oh uh, yes, yes, yes. pumpkin spice, pumpkin and... spice when everyone wears the same outfit. Yep. Yeah, but no, it, it it's. For techno people like me, it's the new technology season. It's the new release of Android. Android 12 is coming out in a few weeks. iOS 15 will be out in a few weeks. The new iPhones will be released, will be announced and then released in a few weeks. Um, Samsung just had an event where they're releasing new watches and phones and that. They'll be publicly available in the next few weeks. So it's the cornucopia of mobile technology all here right at the end of summer, right before fall really starts out. Do they they plan that out like that, do you think? It it becomes kind of this annual release cycle. You know, once they kind of start releasing products it just becomes yeah. an annual release and it, it's not the worst idea to release oh, no. products close to one another like that especially things that are similarly specced let's say an iphone versus a samsung although samsung right now has some interesting phones like the new foldables that are coming out but yeah they're foldable phones oh yeah never mind okay. so there, yeah. there's some interesting um things with that in that regard but that being said um, I'm going to throw a term at you, Aaron, because huh. this has been in the news recently. Well. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and for for you Android people out there, 
you're going to go like, what, what, what are you talking about? I don't oh. understand what this is. Um, and that's okay. Uh, because this has really been making more like it, it's been making headlines in the news in general. Okay. But it's been making it more on, um, for the Apple people so much so that on one of the subreddits I'm, I frequently visit, they have a daily mega thread just for this topic that they produce a new thread every day because so many people have so many pieces of information. And it's interesting as I read through it, seeing how much misinformation is in there and how much people over-exaggerate some of these things. Now, that being said, I will fully admit there are some dangerous things that are involved with this that set, set some bad precedent for the future. That being said, if I say to you, Aaron, in a new version of iOS, the iPhone operating system, uh, yeah. Apple is going to introduce CSAM. C-S-A-M. What does that mean? Do you have any idea? No. Now I'm just thinking about seesaws. Okay, yeah. It's about as <laughs> much as I so, get right what, 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 um, So they're going to introduce CSAM scanning. CSAM. Now, CSAM is not something that's specific to iOS. That's an acronym for something that... Oh, it's an acronym? Yep. So is it S-E-E-S-A-M S- or... C-S-A-M. Oh, C... 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 S-A-M. Oh, it's not S E E or S E A C. Oh, no. it's just the letter C. It's C Sam. Sam. That's an acronym for something that Apple is going to start scanning for in the near future. Ah, I got nothing. Okay, so C Sam stands for child sexual abuse material. Whoa. Okay. So, in our words. I hate using the phrase because it seems so vulgar, but and I'm not trying to be oversimplistic or anything. And also because I'm staring at the wall of your sister's kids, which makes it even creepier. <laughs> Family. Um, CSAM, child porn. Yeah. That's what it is, okay? That's what it's, wait. It's, that's that's what CSAM is. That's what it is? Yeah, child sexual abuse material. So th- that's what that acronym means. <laughs> the oh! face that Aaron just gave a, a recognition, <laughs> like, oh, I get it now. I, okay, yep. All right. Okay. Why is that? A, okay. So that that's the acronym. So instead of you having to say child sexual abuse material every time, you just say CSAM. Okay. So <laughs> Apple said that in an uh, upcoming version of iOS uh, 15, they are going to start on the phone scanning for CSAM material. Now, that okay. being said, okay, and this is where it gets into some of the fun with people going, well, I have pictures of my kid as they're growing up. Is that going to get flagged? No, it's not. Oh, right, and and right, there are right, people right. going, oh, you know, so I'm going to get um, labeled as a sexual predator because I have a picture of my one-year-old kid as I'm watching them for their first bath or what, or, or not Whoa. first bath at one. That'd be horrible. But you know, when when they're when they're baths, you know, when they're a young yeah. kid, and they're like, no, 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 that's not how this works. So 
Right. So this has raised an uproar. So I was like, huh, this is interesting. And uh, I took some time to look through all the stuff and how this works and everything. And I was like, huh, interesting. So I w- I'm going to describe to you, Aaron. Yeah. Don't don't even imagine that this, forget that it's CSAM. Just imagine your phone provider, Samsung. Okay. So Samsung has decided to implement a policy. Okay. Where when you get a new software update, they are now going to start scanning for fingerprints of files. And if you have so many of those fingerprints, you get reported to the, you know, the police, essentially. So what they do is... Wait, what's a fingerprint? We'll get there. Uh. <laughs> so what, what they'll do is they'll scan your, you know, you just take a photo right now, right? Okay, you took you take a photo before it's synchronized to the cloud. In this case, Samsung Samsung's cloud. Yeah. In the iPhone case, before it goes to the iPhoto's cloud, yeah, it is scanned against that fingerprint database. If it matches a low res copy of the photo plus the fingerprint plus your information is sent up to a different, you know. A different database essentially Correct. and then that photo is still synced up okay after 30 or so hits like they're talking like you, you would have to get hit like 30 times for them they then manually look at the photos go are they really abusing children or not and then report you to police depending on that okay so based on that how like what's your thoughts on that how hard is it to get a hit, though? Like, would you get a hit if you were just like, oh, this is my kid, the silly bath photo picture or whatever? Like, would that be a hit? That's a good question. That's what people were afraid of, and that's what yeah. was going around the news originally. Because I guess how do you distinguish between that and someone, like, going... Like seeking to look at, I like. I want to say CCM. CCM. That's so cool. I like that. I don't like that, but <laughs> I, love, I, am, I like the acronym. Wow, <laughs> it's so much better to say than the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, but anyways, that's a good. That's a good question. Yeah. So here's how this works, and this is where we. We're, this is where we're gonna have some fun with you. okay okay imagine okay (laughs) take this can of soda can okay how would you describe this can of soda uh but aluminum but how would you describe this can where it is unique amongst all other cans placed by it You moved it there. What? <laughs> so, so what? So what? What CSAM relies upon? Yeah. It relies on that fingerprint of the file. It relies on what's called a cryptographic hash. It relies on upon a unique ability to identify a particular photo. Notice why I said photo, not contents of photo. Okay. Not subject in photo. Photo. Okay. So if I want to describe this can uniquely, 
I would have to have some mathematical way to represent, in this case, its location in, you know, latitude, longitude, location on the table, you know, and its shape and all that, and all that right here, and put that into essentially like this big, long, complex mathematical formula and get out a, a, a number or a string of hex. It's called a hash, a cryptographic hash. Huh. That means this can in this location will always be unique from any other can placed here, even if they're placed in the same exact spot on the table. Oh, this is the same can? Is if it's the same can, it would get the same number. But if I if I oh, get, just, okay. but if I got a different yeah. can, right? Another yeah. Coke Zero Sugar Cherry. Oh yeah, yeah I, get, I guess I'm I, saying I, yeah. I get in our can. Yeah. You know, it looks I almost identical. I put it in the same spot on the table. Yeah. But because of maybe some minute differences in the can, different hash, a different fingerprint. Okay. Wow. Think of it. So you apply that to a photograph, right? Yeah. Uh, look in the back wall yeah. of, of your sister's I, photographs, okay? Yeah. Take the middle one where it's a family photo. Yep. If you were able to take math and analyze, you know, the pieces of the color, the um, what the background is, what the foreground is, and not care what the subject are, but you're just taking like every pixel, run that through an algorithm, run that through some mathematical equations. I'm not asking you to define these mathematical equations. I'm not, you know, okay, I'm not asking you to define that, but know that there's things out there that do this, right? And then you get at the end this string, this uh, representation of numbers and, and, and yeah. that. And you know, whenever you see that, that indicates that that picture was seen. You don't actually know what's in the picture. You don't know what the contents are, and there's no way to reveal what the contents were. You only see that that picture was seen. The heck? Ugh. So that's what this is doing. So there is one agency, one, in the entire United States that is authorized legally to have CSAM material. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. One agency. That agency takes known CSAM material, creates a hash for each file, gives the hashes to Apple or whoever else wants to do it. Right. So, And then Apple puts in their software, puts in a database, puts it on the phone. So your phone, when you take the photo... It goes, does this photo hash match a CSAM this. hash? It doesn't have to analyze is and look at the contents. It looks at the whole image as a whole, creates that hash, and checks it against that CSAM hash. What the heck? So it's not checking. Yeah. Are you taking your one-week-old's picture in the bathtub because they're splashing around? It doesn't care. It doesn't care what is or isn't in the picture. It cares what the picture is. It's so weird. <laughs> it's so bizarre. And and I, I use this tech, I use this concept in technology all the time. Actually, we use it all the time in technology. This concept of hashing. So what will happen is someone will say, "Hey, download my file, my program, my game." Right. And says before you run it, 
check to make sure that the hash, the MD5, have you ever seen that before on a, online? Probably not, you haven't. But if you go online to certain places, it'll be like, check the MD5 or the SHA-1 or the SHA-256. Make sure that those one of those three hashes matches what you downloaded. What that's checking is that the file that you have matches directly what they are serving up, that it didn't get altered in any way, and that that way there was no corruption while it was downloaded. It's a way of validating the integrity of a file, that the authenticity of the file, but it also is able to validate quickly without looking in, you know, you don't have to open up the file then, look at every little piece of line of code and say, is this the exact same file or not, you're able to just look at the hash, right. the representation of it. That's crazy. That's cool they can do that, though. Yeah. Like, so, that's really neat. So knowing that, okay? I think I'd be okay with that. Okay. I th right? Well. I mean, I think so. Remember here, they have the hashes in a database on your phone, right? What happens if they get coerced by a government to add in hashes of political nature? See, that could get irritating. That's where we have to be cautious with this. Uh, because here, here, everything just has to become political, doesn't it? Because here's the thing you, you hear the rallying cry all the time think of the children, think of the children. Yes, yeah. think of the children. Okay? Right. We want to protect children. We want them to have their innocence. We want them to have their life. Yeah. We don't want them to be corrupted or ruined by stuff that they shouldn't be seeing before. Then, and we don't want them to be exploited. Right. So don't take this as me going, oh, I want more children to be involved in making of CSAM stuff. No, that's if not suffer, what I'm saying. <laughs> no. no. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not saying that at no. all. But what my fear is with this at times, and, and Apple's come back and they said, yeah, um, we're, we're not going to let government do that. That's what they say, but you never know what's happening on the back channels in reality. Yeah. Um, but they, they're like, oh, we're not going to let the government do that. But at the same time, it's like, it'd be real easy for them to just add it. Now, right. I, what I think would be a simple solution to that is if they say, here's how you can view the hashes in the database. Because if hashes get added over time, then we know, okay, yeah, there's new hashes being added, but we don't know what's in the file. We're not able to reproduce the file from the hash, but it, it, it does open up the possibility then of, let's say, you know, Aaron gets, you know, let's say the government says, you must now include this political image in the hash database. They include it in there. Aaron downloads a copy of that file and then is able to go, oh, yeah, so my file matches this hash. We would be able to, by brute force over time, figure out um, what these images were if you wanted to. You know, because you get, no matter how you generate it, you can generate that hash and see oh if it matches gosh. or not. So that's where it has. To, we have to be careful of, that that doesn't happen, that that political doesn't get injected into it. And that's that's where you start seeing along along the news everywhere, people getting scared like, oh no, 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 no. They're gonna use this for political measures. They're gonna they're gonna keep me from having my Trump shirt. They're gonna huh. they're gonna tag my Trump shirt. 
And again, I keep going back to remember how hashes work. It's looking at the photo as a whole. It's not looking for content or subjects within. Right. If Aaron gets blackballed from everywhere, Aaron is person non grata. He is no longer welcome anywhere, social media, whatever. And they go, we are now going to add him to the database of prohibited images. Right. And maybe it's a picture of you in your wedding attire for Josh's wedding with your ponytail. Yeah. Okay. That's fine and all. Now, if we were to run that through a thing that did facial recognition, guess what? Your face would pop up and it'd be like, okay, block it. However, if we put it through the hash database, guess what's not going to happen? You're not going to pop up everywhere. Only that one image that's hashed is going to pop up. So that's why, yes, we need to be careful about it and kind of monitor it as Apple's introducing it. But I don't think it's the as big a slippery slope as people are clamoring about and yelling about online because of the fact of how the technology works. And that's what people are getting wrong is people are going, oh, they're going to look at all my photos and look at all my babies and label me for child porn usage. That's not what they're doing. I mean. And the thing is, they're not, and this sounds horrible because, and this is why it's horrible, because those who actually do um, engage in this material, yeah, eventually they're going to know what that list is. And what they'll do is they'll just use other images. Yeah. And hopefully over time, Again, this is where I'm I'm, ba- I'm, I'm kind of doing that balancing act in my head. Over time, that list for CSAM increases, so that way we could continue to expand to actually target the actual stuff. Now, Apple is saying that as part of this process, they are going to be doing a manual review. You know, so if you and, and they're saying like it takes like thirty plus hits before that manual review um, is triggered. So once you get so once you get those those hits then you know if someone goes through manual reviews them and says yeah we need to report this person to the police or not now i will admit one thing that apple needs to answer is how they are generating these hashes for these images and and the reason i say that there are multiple hash technologies out there essentially different formulas to get the desired results some of these hashing algorithms uh specifically md5 and sha1 do have some bugs in them. Uh, So hopefully they're not using them. And when I say bugs, I mean collision bugs. Do you know what a collision bug is? I don't know what a collision bug is. So a collision bug is two different objects which are hashed. And when I say two different objects, I mean they are literally different. One's a picture of an apple, one's a picture of a dog. But there is... Something on how that hash is generated, you know, it's just the mathematical form behind it, where both the apple and the dog picture end up with the same hash. What? It's rare, but it's possible. Which is why I think they're adding in that that limit kind of at 30. Now, Apple says, oh, it's like a one in a trillion chance of you getting a false positive tag. That's... That's a pretty big, yeah. That's a pretty low chance. Yeah. That's a pretty low chance. 
but they're not saying what algorithm they're using to do the hashing and all that. So depending on which one they're using, we may see some more collisions than you would normally anticipate. Now, another thing that's not been good for Apple with this whole thing, they also announced another new safety feature at the same time, which has caused all sorts of confusion. Because what's happening is now people are confusing the two safety features at the same time. Because, of course, Apple announced them at the same time and didn't announce how they are different. So this new safety feature is for, Aaron, you have a kid. Ugh. You gave him a phone. Uh, and you, you and your kid are on iPhone. Yeah, I know. Um, you could set him up with uh, a new kid account that has safety messaging, essentially. It's safety in the messaging. Now, that one scans for content. It doesn't scan for hash. So besides the fact that, you know, you as a parent could review with the kind of the chat history and all that, it'll go, oh, little Jimmy got a nude. And, and you know, it'll, and, and, and it'll prompt the kid saying, hey, you received a, you know, a nude image. You really want to see this or not. Right. But you as a parent would get, oh, little Jimmy got a nude. Look, he's the little Jimmy's growing up. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, okay. But now that you bring that up, because that makes me think of the whole ever accountable thingy. Uh-huh. Because like, I know that like that takes screenshots. Well, it can take screenshots. Yeah, and they're doing content scanning. They're not that's, doing hashing. That's not hashing, yeah. That's, that's not hashing. So, like, if... I mean, if I don't. But if I had, like, nudie photos... In my photo, whatever app Gallery. thing, yeah. And if I was going through and those came up, then that would be a trigger for the app, right? Right. It, it, where it, well, which app? The Ever Accountable yeah. app? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just it's it's like if it sees something, that's like, oh, that's not good. So, so what it does is, um, for those of you who aren't aware, so what it will do is it'll take a screenshot of what's on the phone. Now, what if it doesn't? Because I know. If, it has that capability, but I don't think mine's on. Yeah. So if you but, have, if you have Android, you can have it, or PC, um, or Mac, you can have where it takes a screenshot of the content on your screen periodically. It's not like a continual screenshot movie. It's it's a periodic thing. It's not like, you know, I I don't get a flip book, is what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Um, um, okay. But it, it'll do it every once in a while, and what it'll do is it'll take the image. Whatever it's screenshotted, and it'll run content analysis on it. Doesn't hash, run a hash algorithm. It runs a content analysis, uses some sort of probably image recognition AI in the background. They don't release exactly how they do it, but it's using image recognition of some sort. So it's able to recognize subjects. Now, it doesn't need to recognize this subject is Josh, this subject is Paul, this subject is Aaron. It goes, this subject is a clothed male, this subject is a unclothed female. That's what it does. Right. And it and, and then it tags that stuff appropriately. And then it okay. goes, oh, okay, unclothed, blah. Is that in our list of things to tag and raise a flag about? Yes, okay, raise a flag. Right. You know, and then uh, in the portal, you only get a low-res image version of that image. So as right. not to cause other issues. Right. Okay. So you have, right. a, so yeah, so th- th- these operate in, Completely different, different realms, and their their target are, is completely different. Whereas Ever Accountable is something that is optional completely, where you're trying to use it to get better for yourself and hold right. yourself accountable to other people. 
uh, this CSAM scanning is coming to everyone with an iOS 15 device that has iPhotos um, in the cloud enabled. So essentially pretty much everyone who has an iOS device because you're not going to have anyone really not using cloud, iCloud photos that syncs up to the, the web. Unless you really like, yeah, I'm not going to get myself caught on this. Yeah. Which now they know if they just turn off the uh, iPhone, the iCloud photos sync. Yeah. Then the scan doesn't happen. Kind of okay. Yeah. Because as soon as you hit that switch off, it stops the scan from happening. Now, what was interesting and what was revealed by this document is currently Apple is doing the scan server-side. So, remember, this new update is going to come down to the phone. The phone's going to do the scanning. This new one, it's going to be... It, uh, right now, currently, it's being done up in the cloud. And, you know, and again, this is, has people all up in arms like, what about my privacy? Da, da, da. And I get that. I 100% get that. You know, and, and people uh, and other people, and I don't buy this defense. This is not a valid defense. Okay, people go, well, if you have nothing to hide, then you should be all fine with them scanning your stuff. No, that is not a valid defense. Uh, we have in the United States that we are innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, we, it's funny. It doesn't seem like that anymore. I know it doesn't seem like that, especially <laughs> with the support of public opinion, social media, yeah. and everything else like that. Yeah. 100% agree it doesn't seem like that, but that's what we are legally entitled to, that we are innocent until proven guilty. And I get where those people are coming from then, you know, who's saying, I don't like this, that my device is now, my phone is now another surveillance item for the government, for Big law enforcement, brother. for whatever. However, I will say, if, if, if we keep it limited to just CSAM material, I think we'll be okay. But the moment it spreads beyond CSAM, the the second it spreads to a book, um, a particular photo, a movie, a website URL, the moment it spreads to any one of those things, I think we're in deep trouble. And while I see the benefit in CSAM, it just brings us one step closer to that dystopian nightmare, unfortunately. I'll admit, I am 100% torn. Because I think it's a good thing to scan and find <sighs> people who are abusing, passing around images of children being abused. Right. I guess, like, what, are, what are the ways that we have right now to stop that kind of stuff? Well, it's either you're like caught with it during an investigation of something else, right? Right. Someone turns you in, says, oh, Aaron's trading whatever, you know, or, and this does happen quite a bit, people will go, and when I say people, I mean law enforcement, will go undercover, oh, and, then, yes. and then either uh, receive or, you know, uh, you know, attempt to receive, and then they'll That'll cause oh, investigations to be opened gosh. up in that. But essentially, it's going to come from either those investigations or people saying, hey, do you know so-and-so is dealing in this sort of stuff and then turning them into the proper authorities? That's how it's dealing with now. Okay. Cause, yeah, it's funny. It's kind of odd that this comes up because was it 
just last week I was watching uh this video where it was it was it's like a setup where it was undercover guys were like looking for dudes online that were like doing like child porn kind of stuff or whatever. And it's like they come across a couple guys where like they yeah, they, I mean they think they're talking to some like thirteen year old or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they go to this person's house and then they get ambushed and then end up going to jail and stuff like that. But it's, it made me it just makes me think of the whole uh like that show what was ah oh, it was to, cre- to catch a predator. Oh well that's what that is, yeah. Yeah. But then um it was it was, it was like the car stealing show. But it was like where they'd have like a a uh, a car set up to be stolen, and then like some people get in, just take off, and then get followed or whatever, and pulled over because they'd shut the car off. And I, then, I don't know that show. Oh, okay. I ah, this is gonna drive me nuts. But no, I was, I was wondering. I was like, is that okay to do to set someone up to fail like that? I mean. I would say I'm glad that that can happen because then it's like you're getting rid of people that would take advantage of these kids or do whatever they want to do with these kids. Because like even like reading one of the dude's messages to this 13 year old air quotes whatever 13 year old, he was saying like he's like wouldn't it be kind of weird if a 12 year old was living with you? He's like oh nobody would see you. Kind of thing, and like how he's talking about how he would always keep them. I'm just like, that's freaky. So it's like, I'm glad that they have stuff like that where they can find these people and get rid of them. Mm-hmm. But then I guess, like, is it like, what is it? <laughs> is it okay to set people up like that? So yeah, there, that's a whole debate of entrapment, and I'm gonna leave that one to the lawyers because there's a yeah. whole there's a fine line there. Yeah, that where you you can. You can go up to a point with entrapment, and then after that, it's nope. Yeah. So i I just thought that oh. was interesting that they do that, but like, but like I this is I, this yeah. I wouldn't say is entrapment. This at all? This? Oh no, none of this would be. No, absolutely not. So I guess yeah, it's cool that they can do that, but then obviously there's with the good, there's always the bad to potentially come along with it. So if Samsung announced tomorrow. That they're going to implement the same thing on their devices. How would what? What's your gut reaction How would I to take it? it? I guess I don't know. There's, I'd probably be okay with it. Um, uh, yeah, I think I'd be, because as far as I guess, like I don't know, like them finding other stuff. Would, would 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 I be afraid of them finding other stuff on my phone? No. Okay. I I don't think I would be upset about it. And I say this as not thinking just for the short term, but think of the long term as well. Yeah. Because again, right now it's just scanning for known photos. Right. In the future, they're going to expand it to your gun. You know, pictures of your specific gun. Yeah. You know, know, again, that that gets harder when you start to get more generalized, more political. So I see that there's some protection in there. Right. But what if there's a book that they go, no, you can't read this book? You know, how do you control things? Right. You control the information. So that's what's like, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I just, if it could stay on the one thing, cool. But but then if there's ways around it, then anyways, though. Like, just eh. flipping a switch off. It literally disables the whole scanning. Yeah. So it's, I guess, yeah, at that point it wouldn't bug me, because then I could just be like, eh, if it got too crazy or too weird, just be like, eh, bye-bye. Flip, just flip it off. Yeah. Not like flip it off, like hold your middle finger up to it. <laughs> flip it off by literally flipping Take the that, switch off. Big brother. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because yeah. there's been a lot of news just flowing around about this. I, I, it's just driven me nuts watching. Um, it, and don't take this the wrong way. Watching the technological Luddites, watching the technological Luddites. Neanderthals yeah. just kind of weigh in on, on this. And it's like... You don't understand. I'm like, do you understand how technology works? No. And see, that's like, I would be, I would fall under the category of, of one of those like, you're just going to be looking through my phone and accusing me of stuff for having just anything on my phone. But until someone like you says, explains it to me, like, uh. Yeah. It's a lot better than I had thought. And I've been dealing with with technology. Okay. (laughs) I've been dealing with technology Luddites this week, and it's just driven me nuts. It has made me just go insane a little bit. Yeah. And, okay. Okay. (laughs) Do you know what happened in South Dakota this week? Do I know what happened in South Dakota this yeah. week? I don't know what happened in South okay. Dakota this week. This oh boy, oh okay. Boy. This, this drove me nuts, and a lot of this came from my mother. So. <laughs> okay. You had a therapy session last week. We're going to have a therapy session. Yeah. Right <laughs> so you remember Mike Liddell? Thank you for joining us for part one of this conversation. Join us next week for part two. Um, that one is a little bit longer than part one. It's just how the conversation flowed, how it broke up, how it split out, but we'll see you next week on user words podcast.